why do people that come from you know that had bad um negative relationship with their fathers end up being exactly like their fathers even though those were the same traits they never liked about their fathers alcoholics smoking not time with the kids those similar things that they swore they would never repeat they end up becoming that you're listening to journey to fatherhood a podcast that inspires and equips men to becoming more intentional and feeling more supported on the journey to fatherhood why wait to become a father before learning how to be a good one my name is Chinidim Wenaya, a young man also on his journey with a desire to help men become great fathers despite their past personal experiences. I'll be sitting with different guests to bring you great value, sharing their knowledge and their experiences as we all embark on this amazing journey. This podcast, though targeted towards men, ladies, you will also gain great value from the conversations. Now, without further ado, let the journey begin. Hello and welcome to another episode of Journey to Fatherhood podcast. It's your host here, Chinadum. I just want to welcome you again to another episode where today we're just taking an insight into the real issues. And I've come to realise that from the feedback I've been getting, people want us to be real and this is exactly what I set out to accomplish. Real conversations, real people. And I was actually having a conversation with our guest who will be coming on next week. And I'm excited for you to meet, hear from our guest next week. But prior to that, we were talking about how, I was telling him how we need more real models, not role models. I understand this is not my quote. This is something that's been going on for a long time. But I started to realise that real models, I think I, I phrased them this way. I told him that we need more real models, not role models, because role models play a role, which is acting, while real models tell you how it really is. And it kind of shook me because I had to kind of take some time out. Even after saying that, I was just thinking to myself, oh my goodness. If we had more people just being their real self, talking about the flaws and the insecurities and all the struggles that they actually face, people will get so much healing and so much help that they need. And this is an interesting thing because this podcast has always been set. I started this podcast with the aim of accomplishing exactly that. Because like I said in the intro, it's it's about not just helping inspire people, but also bringing about healing. Because this the last few weeks it's been it's been it's been an interesting one. Because let's just take it for example on Monday, because with the whole working from home thing, it's in a in a weird in an odd way, it's made me sit down more and think so much more about things, so so much more about things. And I don't know if it's just me or if you're also experiencing it, but when you have, not that I have a lot of my, a lot of time on my hands, I still have to work a lot. But lately, I've just been thinking about the little habits, the little traits that I display. Now, growing up, my mom always used to be, you know, when things weren't so great with my dad and our family, she would always tell us, don't be like your dad. Don't be like your dad. For example, one thing she always was against is laziness. She was hell-bent on none of the kids being an ounce lazy. If, if you went, you know, you know those African parents where I come from an African family and a background. And I don't know if you ever experienced it. You'd be sitting down and your, a parent or an auntie, one of your parents would just look around and say, no, this is too quiet. This is too quiet. This is too quiet. No one's doing anything. 
And for out of nowhere, they'll create a job for you and tell you, no, 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 go do this. Okay, go and sweep this room. Go and um, hoover this place. Go and do this, tidy up. Even when things are not messy. But I understand that part of me. I understand that part of my mother because this is something she always wanted to make us stay active and make sure we're productive. Of course, it's one of those things where it would then go on to various times where my mother would say, I don't want you to be like your father. And she she was so she was so adamant on making sure that we didn't pick up the little tricks. For example, one thing she's so against is procrastination. And for a long time, I think for me, all through secondary school, sixth form, and then eventually university, I've I've been so I guess I'd say I always used to push myself in terms of being so structured, so structured, because I was going with basketball, then going to sixth form. I had responsibilities and then went to university. I had basketball. I had a schedule because I was expected to have a schedule in a sense that I had things I, I couldn't but schedule. Basketball practice, you had to be there early in the morning. I had to get there early in the morning. So those things were, in a, in a weird way, already scheduled for me. And now having finished education, becoming a man, going into the role of becoming a man and with the career, job and everything, you kind of have to be more intentional with your planning. And this quarantine time has really showed me so much. I'll be honest with you, like things as little as patience. And it's, it's, let's take it back, even the main one I'm really, I've been really struggling with is procrastination. Now, this is something from an early age from as I can remember from year seven when I was still 11 my mother's been banging on about this and saying listen I do not want you guys to be procrastinating I don't want you to be like your dad she was like the rage and wish she would respond whenever she saw us display traits that reminded of us of her dad she'd say that is just like your dad that is just like your dad that is just like your dad do not do not do not do that. Don't do that. That's exactly what your dad did. I do not want you guys to become like your father. And it's odd because it used to confuse it used to confuse the living daylights out of me. Because this is a woman now I love my mother to bits, but this is a woman that would say, Don't be come like him. It's almost like you think she hates the guy. Don't become like him. But she would always encourage us, make sure you call your dad. He's still your father. And she still loves my dad course as you if you've listened to the previous episodes my parents are still together but it was just I never could quite handle it properly I, I never could quite process it to be honest with you it was confusing at times where I'll say okay are you like the little traits for example let's say you're meant to do homework I guess this is a typical one every child goes through it at some time unless you're an A star student even A star students but the idea of you know leaving a homework till late I know that in itself, you shouldn't do that. But in this quarantine time, I've seen, fast forward a few years, I've started to see myself, you know, whenever I catch myself procrastinating, it scares the hell out of me. It scares me because I just think to myself, the thing that comes to my mind is just my mother saying, don't be like your father. Don't procrastinate. Make sure you plan, make sure you plan, make sure you plan. And I'll be honest with you, this is something that, Growing up, I've always been a bit very, very reserved to even say when I'm slacking because I've always, I, I guess, 
to be honest with you, it's always been something that I felt that Trinity me had to be 100% productive every single day or else you slap. You will slack and become just like your dad. And, and to be honest, I even went as extreme in saying, if you're not productive, if you're not, if you procrastinate one bit, you're going to end up not, getting, having, not maintaining your job. When you get a family, they won't be okay. You leave your kids or you'll not be able to be the great father for your kids because you procrastinate everything. And call it morbid, call it very dark and deep and negative. But in an odd way, that used to motivate me. That used to motivate me so much because it used to make me think, no. But as time went on, I realised that whilst, yes, it's, it's great, to, it's important to be completely productive. Always aim to be productive. But I started to realise it was coming from a place of fear. Fear. And when fear drives you, it can only take you so much before you crack. It can only take you so much before you crack. So I found myself a lot of time just saying to myself, no, I cannot afford to mess up on this. I cannot afford to have a rest on this. I, I just have to push on, push through. And it's got me through a lot. I'll be honest, it's one of the reasons why I was able to get through secondary school, sixth form, became head boy, the role I had, went to university. All those things were, no, I need to be 100% productive every single day. Now, that's amazing. But then going back to whole, my whole issue was that there was a fear that was driving, there was a massive fear and it only took me a while before I realised, okay, this is very unhealthy because I never even gave, I started beating my, I started being so negative against myself. And to be quite frank, a lot of people would always see, you know, Chinadum so productive, he's so on point and he's so disciplined. But in my, in, in my little corner behind closed doors, I'd be so angry with myself, maybe because I came late to an event by one minute or little things like that, because I would say to myself, wow, Chinadum, this is a sign, you're just like your dad. And you know when you have these negative voices that just come in your ear and say, you're going to be exactly like your father, like father, like son, you know, it's hereditary, it's genetics, your father, those are traits that you've inherited, you're going to be procrastinative, you never know, you might even become lazy, and you never know, you might even become a poor father, a poor husband. These things used to rile me up and used to scare the hell out of me. I thought I was completely over that, but as I always aim to do in this podcast, I want to be completely transparent with you. In the last few days during this quarantine, a few things have happened, a few conversations, a few experiences have made me almost slip into that area where it's now, I'm, pre- I'm being so, so critical of myself. And critical in the sense that it's not even progressively critical this is destructive criticism. And then, you know, in a weird way, despite all the negative criticism, self-criticism, and I always tell myself, oh, what, why why didn't you finish this today? You should have done this today. And all of this. And then the scary part of it is that, it, of course, we know that negativity breeds about negativity. And it, it's the same in this because I'm always, when I stay negative on my, at myself at that, because I'm so scared of turning out like my dad, I then end up even procrastinating, which is weird because you think something, a lot of people would say that's something that pushes you, that's something that should push you, but if anything, it's kind of, I've started to notice that it's been putting me in a shell, 
And it just got me thinking how often, how many people are struggling with issues where they're trying so hard not to be or repeat those traits like their fathers or even, let's say, parents in general. You're doing your best so much to avoid those traits that you never liked and you find yourself repeating it. How do you really respond to that? Now, for me, in the last... in the, in the in the last few days, I just found myself, I found myself just running away from so many things that I want to address. Like, how do you, how, 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 how do you respond to realizing that those very traits that you swore that you would never repeat or you never develop because you, it's just traits that you never liked in your father. Or how, how, how do you respond? How do you truly respond when you start to exhibit those traits? Because it can be so scary at times. That's the, that's the biggest question that was on my mind constantly. How do I really shift? Because procrastination scares me. But yet I find myself being procrastinative at times. And eat that on top of that because I know who it resembles. It resembles the memories I have of my father. And it causes anxiety. And the reason that today's, today's episode is really to tell you that, how, how exactly do you solve that? Because I think as guys, I, I speak for myself, but personally, there are a few things that I am quick on picking up on. Procrastination is one of them. And that's, that's one of those things that whenever I feel like I've gone behind on my tasks, it just creeps up, a little voice starts telling me. Only a minute, only a little while before, you know, fall through the cracks, you know. You could easily lose your job, you could easily lose this and everything will go turned down. I know it sounds so crazy and so horrible and negative and pessimistic. But I want to be a real model, not a role model right now. Because I want to keep it real with you. And this, this is my reality. Whilst it's not something that's easy to be spoken about, but... I know so many people that go through the same things. We're constantly running away from those traits that our fathers exhibited. Now, that's absolutely okay. Because of course you do not want to develop those negative traits. Those very traits that you're running away from. You do not want to develop them. You don't want to become... You don't want to repeat the very same mistakes your father had or your father... Those decisions and behaviours that you're running away from... But my question is, what's, what, what's really the denominating factor? Is fear pushing you? Is fear pushing you? Are you driven by fear or driven by growth? That, 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 that really had to, that's exactly where my mindset started to change. Am I driven by fear or am I driven by growth? Because when you're driven by fear, it causes so much anxiety. Fear of failure, yes, they say, you know, you should be so, a lot of people say you should be so scared of failing that you don't sleep, that you, you're willing to skip sleep. That's excellent. But in something like this, there's, listen, I create content to motivate people. But how, how, how do you then bring it down to issues like this? For me, it's been something I've been battling with a lot. And this quarantine period has really taught me that, boy, I still have a lot of work to do. I never did claim I was perfect. I never did claim I had it all sorted out. 
but it's really opening my eyes. It's really opening my eyes and it's just got me thinking, wow. Wow, wow, wow. How, how blind have I been to realizing that I would, I, I, there's so much fear of, the fear of becoming, I think I had to even be honest with myself and realize that the, the fear of becoming like my father and becoming, picking up those traits of my father that I do not like, the fear is at times is even greater than the desire to be a great dad. And that in itself is really messed up. And it's so messed up to the point where, as I'm saying it now, I can't even believe that's exactly what it is. I'm so scared of being like my father, which I know it sounds, that, but that's the truth about it. I won't apologise about this. I'm so scared of becoming like my father that at times I put so much pressure on myself. Unhealthy pressure. Unhealthy pressure. Unhealthy pressure. And the thing about it is that, you know, my dad growing up, I remember times where, oh boy, I'll, I'll keep it honest with you. I remember times where we used to take turns to go downstairs. Um, there were a few nights my dad would come back, you know, it's a bit, um, he liked the bottle. He liked the contents of the bottle, let's just put it that way. So a few nights we'd go downstairs to the gate. It'd be, it'd be late, he'd come back, you know. Let's just say he was in high moods. And he's had a lot of liquid. And, you know, I still remember because as I'm saying it now, I remember it because he'll be staggering coming up the stairs. And I think without even knowing, those those very moments were times where were leading up to me saying no to drinking. I don't drink. But it's not to say that having a little sip of wine or anything is bad, but it got to the point where anything that reminded me of him or any of his traits or any of his characteristics, I just threw away because I was so scared. I was so scared of becoming like my dad. I didn't drink alcohol. Of course, yes, you know, everyone has their own reasons for not drinking alcohol and all that, but I didn't drink alcohol. I don't drink alcohol. And... Smoke what? Listen, that has never crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind. And then you, what do you want to talk about in terms of going out clubbing? Going to the bar? It's, it's just one of those ones where it's only recently where, because, you know, at work for social reasons, you know, going out for drinks. Listen, they'll be going out to drinks. I'll, they'll take their lager and their beer and all of that. I'll get my glass cup and they put apple juice. Because the truth is, you know, I don't know if you, you know, apple juice look, has the same colour as, you know, the clear apple juice, not concentrate, but the clear apple juice has the same colour as beer. So it's, it's a trick I play because as much as I don't want to, you know, say, guys, I can't socialise, I need to get out. But I'm still able to socialise with my nice cup of um, apple juice. But aside from just the drinking, this week, honestly, the procrastination part. It's been hitting me like a nail on my head. And it got so crazy because I had to take a step out. I went on a walk and I was just thinking to myself, whoa, am I going in crazy? Am I going insane? And it got so deep to the point where I was thinking to myself, oh, my days. I'm going to turn out exactly with my dad. I'm turning 25 in a few months and, you know, 
Am I gonna marry late like my dad? Am I gonna marry late like my dad? Okay, there are so many things I'm, I'm still trying to figure out. Okay, is, does it mean I haven't got it all sorted out? Am I gonna end up like my dad? Is this the start of something that's gonna become just like father, like son? And that, I've, I'd, I've never found myself that deep into it. I've never found myself feeling so negative towards it all, but I, I'm telling you the truth, this quarantine is doing a number on me. But what's been able to get me through it all is talking to friends. I've had a few conversations with my siblings. I've had a few conversations with my mother and a friend. You know, just talking about these things and realising that as much as these are fears, as much as, you know, we're trying to run away from the past, we need to make sure the motivating factor, the denominating factor is growth, not fear. Because fear can very well make you say, do you know what? I don't care. I just give into it. Because the anxiety fear brings about it, that comes along with fear, can just make you, it just makes, it can make you go insane. And you just, you just give up and just say, do you know what? It is what it is. If I become like my father, let it be. Why do people that come from, you know, that had bad, um, negative relationship with their fathers end up being exactly like their fathers, even though those were the same traits they never liked about their fathers? Alcoholics, smoking, not time with the kids. Those similar things that they swore they would never repeat. They end up becoming that. And now I realise. I don't have a clear understand a whole picture. But I'm starting to see the signs. Because it's a lot of it is. When, we run, when we're motivated by fear. We can only go so far before we crack. And when you crack. You open up yourself for all those very things. You've been hiding away from to just fill you up. So it just got me saying because today I really wanted to, this message, I wanted it to really pinpoint the real issues that we go through. This is my journey to fatherhood and I hope your journey to fatherhood is allowing you to take time and pauses to really reflect on what's actually happening in the journey. Because you could have your journey, you could complete your journey to fatherhood, become a father, but the question is what have you picked up and what would your fatherhood experience be like? And I'm having to take various time to just sit down and really reflect. What's the motivating factor of this? And along with many things, there, there is so much I can go into. But this week, the fear of becoming like my dad has never been so big. And I thought I was 100% sorted with this. I thought, you know, moving the right direction. But sometimes having so much time, in a way, on your hands... Makes you think even deeper. And I'm sure that this is probably, as you listen to this, whether you're a guy or a female, because these traits are things that can be, that we, I'm telling you, these can be generational curses that people have developed. And because they've never addressed it, like they make the excuses of, oh, well, that's how my father was. That's how my father's father's was. We make excuses and allow those behaviours to continue on to generations and generations. But to round it up, it was one of those things where I started to think to myself, please, let's just, whatever, whatever we, I wanted to share for you this week, let me just put that to the side. And let's really talk about these things. Just rounding it up with this, I want you to think to yourself and ask yourself, what's the denominating factor behind your drive? What's driving you in essence? What's driving you? Is it fear or growth? 
Because fear eventually runs out in terms of esteem to drive you. Growth is continuously renewal and is much more healthy. Make the shift because that shift is important. Please, I do not want you to crack. I do not want you to crack because this journey is exciting. But if you have the wrong motivating or drive, you eventually run out. And when you run out, all you turn to is those very things that you are trying to run away from. So let's let's just talk about this. Have the conversation. I really hope that this episode has been a bit more enlightening to you because we're here to talk about real issues. And I'd really love to hear your issues. How what things are you realizing about yourself through this journey? What what, what are the type of topics you'd like to talk about more? Next week we have an amazing guest coming on. We have an amazing guest coming on the show, and it's going to be amazing to realize how he connects the dots between his career, the motivation, and his outlook on fatherhood and his journey to fatherhood. But please, please, please sit down and think. Think, reflect, make the shift that needs to be made. That's all from me, your host, Chinadum. I really look forward to seeing you next week on next week's episode. But in the meantime, make sure you follow us on our socials. On Twitter is Journey to Father. On Twitter is Journey to Father. Instagram is Journey to Fatherhood Podcast. And we're available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, and the rest of them. Be sure to share this content. Let's start the conversation. Till then, see you next week. Take care.